This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by the Live Alcohol Experiment, a 30-day science-based and compassion-led journey where you learn to develop a healthier relationship with alcohol without relying on willpower. Why? Because the truth is that willpower runs out. Instead, you learn how to focus on what you gain, not what you give up, so you can feel good about the decisions you make without shame or guilt. With the 30 days of video training, virtual daily coaching, and a private and supportive community, you get that and so much more. Join us today to get happier, healthier, and to take back your life. Your live alcohol experiment starts on the 1st, so sign up at livealcoholexperiment.com. Hey, it's Annie Grace. I hope everybody is doing great today. So I am generally answering readers' questions, but actually today I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to answer a question that I was asked by a reporter yesterday. Um, This was a reporter for insider.com and it was interesting. Usually I, I do a lot of interviews and it's awesome. Like just so many interviews and I love it because it's so fun for me to get this message that there's another way out into the world and that the way can be, you know, really self-compassion and grace-led and and science-based. And usually when I am being interviewed, with the exception of sometimes on TV, the reporter doesn't necessarily know anything about this naked mind, but then it's, you know, 30 seconds, two minutes, three minutes that you're talking. And so they're really just sound bites. But usually when I'm doing sort of a long interview where I'm talking to somebody for a half an hour, an hour, 45 minutes, things like that, they're very well-versed already. They've either already read this Naked Mind and they're asking me follow-up questions or they're leading me. They're asking me to explain key points of either the alcohol experiment or this Naked Mind and why the approach is different. I had the unique opportunity yesterday of talking to someone who literally had never even heard of me. And so I don't know where she got my name. She, it was pretty clear she hadn't even necessarily been on the website or anything. So she'd certainly never read any of my books. She'd never heard of the alcohol experiment, which by the way, is always free. And now we have it in the app store at alcoholics, just look for alcohol experiment, or you can always go to alcoholexperiment.com. but she'd never heard of me. And so it was really fascinating. And she was trying to wrap her head around, well, what's different about this naked mind? And I wanted to answer that question here as well, because I feel like as I learn more about different scientific principles and really can articulate, I mean, this naked mind obviously originated with my own story. And so it was my own journey going through finding my way out of a very painful relationship with alcohol where I was really beating myself up and I was stuck in this cycle of just shame and blame. And, you know, I felt smart and in control in every other area of my life, but this was the one exception where I didn't feel any control and I felt stupid and was just so sickened by myself to the point where I didn't even feel like I could look in the mirror anymore. I mean, I was absolutely disgusted with my behavior on a regular basis and I felt completely stuck. And so that, you know, that journey and the journey I went through has been very much my own story. And this naked mind is very much my own story and the thinking that I went through and the science and the research that I did in order to free myself. And then of course, you know, I put that out for a free download on the internet, just like all my own journal entries and research and 20,000 people downloaded it in two weeks. And it was phenomenal. And since then it got, I figured out how to self-publish and then um, it was so popular, so much just word of mouth because it really works 
that ultimately I got into a bidding war with the top five publishers and was ended up published by Penguin Random House, which was super exciting in 2018 and HarperCollins in the UK. And so it's just been such a whirlwind. But one of the things that's been hard for me is articulating what is different about this naked mind. And people ask me this all the time. I always have some sort of answer, but because I didn't, you know, experience other more traditional sort of either sobriety or recovery or anything like that. I wasn't even coming at this from that scaffolding. It was much harder for me to articulate, but I think that I have an answer for you today that is really clarifying. And so I want to answer this question that I an answered yesterday for the reporter um, here. All right, so I believe that there's really three key changes that you need to make, three key aspects, three key pillars to changing anything in your life, right? whether it's behavior, whether it's thinking, all of this sort of stuff. And these are knowledge. You have to know something you didn't know before. Emotion, and I believe emotion is key, pivotal. You have to feel something you didn't feel before. We can exercise willpower and we can do things that we don't really feel like doing over the short term. Absolutely. I mean, I can take my kid, um, wake up with them in the middle of the night. I can go to the dentist. I don't like going to the dentist, but I can do it. You know, we can even start to diet or be on an exercise routine or whatever it is without the feeling, actually feeling like we'd rather be eating the French fries or we'd rather be on the couch. And we can do these things over the short term, but for them to stick over the long term, the emotion we bring to that habit has to change. So knowledge, we have to know something we didn't know before or, or see something in a different way emotion, we need to, for the long term, I believe very passionately, and there's great science to back this up, feel something we didn't feel before or feel differently about the behavior than we did before. And that, in my opinion, and again, the science backs this up, there's great science to support this, especially the research by Dr. BJ Fogg needs to be positive emotion and then action. So these are the three key pillars. And if all of these are in place, change can come. And it's, it's you know really that process. Here's what's so unique about this naked mind almost every other approach to habit change starts with action first, right? Day one, <laughs> we're gonna do the action. We don't really care if we know anything new. We don't really care if we feel differently. And I was in this cycle of starting with action first because I thought my behavior was the problem. So the way to fix behavior is through acting differently, choosing a different behavior, doing something differently, logical, and I kept failing and failing and failing and over and over just, oh my gosh, the pain of trying to do something, setting these rules for myself, you know, no drinking until 5 p.m. was one of my rules or only two glasses of wine a night or no drinking until Friday and breaking them and breaking them and breaking them and not even really feeling like I could take a day off drinking without feeling deprived. I could do it. I could take days, weeks off. I did many times, but I felt deprived. I felt like I was missing out. I felt upset because I was trying to change the action without any awareness that I needed new knowledge and I needed new emotion. Now, does that make sense? That's how we approach things normally. We see the behavior as a problem and we think, okay, I need to change the behavior that will solve the problem. But changing the behavior without changing the knowledge, the understanding, the emotion is using willpower. And as we know now, willpower it's like a muscle. You have a lot less willpower if you've had a really bad day. You just don't have the willpower to bring to the situation of changing your action. And by the way, even if you can do it, 
you're doing it with this sense of missing out. You're doing it with a sense of being deprived. And the thing that's so interesting about that is that presents to the entire world this totally false identity of it sucks to stop drinking. Because we look around and we see these people who are using willpower, who are feeling bad for themselves. I was talking yesterday to one of my podcast guests, a woman I admire immensely, Arlen Hamilton. And she was saying that when she stopped drinking with pure willpower, she did it for a year and a half. She had to sit on her hands for four days to just get through it and watch DVDs. And it was just excruciating. She said it was the hardest thing she's ever done in her life. And this woman has had an intense life, you know, homelessness, built herself up from poverty. She's phenomenal, absolutely incredible. You should actually follow her at, at Arlen was here on Instagram. Amazing, amazing woman, amazing story. And then she went through a year and a half of not being able to go out with her friends not being able to be at any party or any place where alcohol was served because of how much her emotion told her she wanted to drink. And her knowledge told her she was better off drinking. Her knowledge told her she wished she would drink. So she had these two, the knowledge was, was very, um, what we call cognitive dissonance. It was of two different things. It was arguing in her own head. She had this one set of knowledge that said, hey, if I have one, I'm going on a, you know, really bad place and having a multi-day hangover. But on the other hand, she had knowledge that said, hey, like alcohol is my escape. Alcohol is the thing that I use to take life lightly. And she believed that. And so she had this cognitive dissonance. So that by itself will deplete your willpower. Cognitive dissonance by itself depletes your willpower. So do you see how stuck you can get, right? And then you have none of the emotion. You actually want to be drinking and you want to be drinking quote normally as you know, the term is like a normie. You just want to be drinking normally. So your knowledge is not there or it's, it's fighting because it's starting to get there but it's in fight because you now have new knowledge that alcohol isn't necessarily doing what it says and it is making you feel bad. Your emotion is very much like, poor me, I wish I wasn't here. I wish I could be drinking normally. There's a lot of self-pity in it. And then of course your action is white knuckling because you are just trying desperately to get through that one day. And this naked mind, at the beginning of this naked mind, I say, don't stop drinking <laughs> until you've read the book. I say, don't drink while you're reading the book read it sober, do yourself that favor. Otherwise you won't be able to understand it in the way that you need to, but don't stop right now. Don't take the action yet. We have work to do. We have work to do with your knowledge. We have work to do with your emotion. And when we do that work, the action, wow, it's a whole different ball game. It's amazing what the action is. It doesn't mean that it's like one and done forever, but it does mean that that action starts to mean something else. Another thing about putting action before knowledge or emotion is it is literally the recipe for self-loathing and shame and guilt. And those things scientifically are proven to be disastrous for habit change. When you want to change a habit, the way to do it according to science is through self-compassion. The way to do it is by failing and picking yourself up and learning from the mistake and showing up anyway, even after you've had a bunch of day ones. But when you have no knowledge and your emotion says, hey, I still want to be doing this thing, at least part of me does, and yet you're trying to force the action, it is literally the recipe for beating yourself up, for shame and blame. And so the whole thing spirals out of control. But at this naked mind with all of our programs, including the alcohol experiment, which you're like, well, wait, the alcohol experiment, by the way, it's always free at alcoholexperiment.com, or now it's in the app store. 
is a 30 day challenge. But before there's pre-work, what does the pre-work do? It focuses on your knowledge, it focuses on your emotion, and it tells you if you don't feel like your knowledge and emotion is in the right place, then I would suggest that you do one of our other programs like The Path or Read This Naked Mind, right? And then every single day, knowledge and emotion is coming. Every day there's a video, every day there's a long form written lesson, every day there's journal questions because I so firmly believe that your greatest wisdom is inside yourself. And your job is to unlock that wisdom and get, get present with yourself and deconstruct all the ways that you've not been present with yourself. And so even in the alcohol experiment, which is a 30 day break from alcohol, knowledge and emotions are valued at least as equally, if not more so than action. And action comes after you have new thoughts, after you have new emotion. And so that is really, truly what's different about this naked mind. And I just thought that it was really worth um, answering here. So I hope, let me know if you have any questions and I hope everybody has a really great day. Hey, I'm so excited because we are literally just about to start another live alcohol experiment. And if you don't know about the alcohol experiment, you need to literally drop everything right now and go to livealcoholexperiment.com. Here's the thing. This is a 30-day challenge and it's designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You'll know it's that version that's living the most joyful life. That version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or have a good time. And that version that's having more fun and is more peaceful than ever. Again, it's just a 30-day challenge. It's live every single day. It's starting on the first. So hurry up, join me at livealcoholexperiment.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.